it. Okay, and you can just hit the, it's okay to record. So welcome to Burgess Power Hour. Those of you who are joining us later, you can go back and listen to this. Also, those of you who registered and couldn't come on live, oh well, but you get to get it anyway. Everyone will get the recording from this. And tonight, today is all about prosperity through emotional healing. How can that be? Isn't that, was that the, is that what we're talking about today? Yes. <laughs> yeah, how to have love and money at the same time. <laughs> can it be possible? Good goal. Can it be possible? <laughs> I don't know. So I'm just glad that everyone can make it. Hi, Ellie and Howie. I see pictures of you, but I don't see your face. And Gail, welcome, everyone. I know you're calling in from Texas. Okay, um, so today's going to be a little different. Normally, uh, and Sue TK, yay! I'm glad you're here because you are our 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 uh, coach of the of the night. That we will uh, uh, <laughs> come back to you uh, at the end and just introduce you uh, so that they can see you and um, know that you're available for them to talk to after this call. So um, I will welcome all of you as you come in uh, or not. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something different tonight. For those of you who have done a lot of my power hours or my workshops or been with Essence of Being now for 30 years, can you believe it? OMG. So it's just going to be a little bit of a different uh, flavor tonight. I'm going to do a uh, PowerPoint. Since we're using Zoom, I thought I would do some... You know, instead of you like looking at my head all day and talking, and I thought I would throw on some, if you can see, if you're on Zoom, you can see the images coming through. I'm going to do some PowerPoints through this. But as always, we are going to do experiential so that you can get a pen and paper out, get something to write with, because uh, again, this is not just me talking. This is you exploring and discovering for yourself some of those things that are in that subconscious belief you might have around money and love and prosperity and all of those things. So we are going to play a little bit uh, with that and you can um, mute yourself if you have background noise and also I am going to ask you to speak so certainly unmute yourself when you do that um, so that you can share maybe some of your insights that you had that others might have. I see there's a Canuck in the uh, we have two Canucks. We have Ontario. Hey, Hi, Kate. <laughs> hello, hello. You're not Ontario, though. Where are you? Toronto? I'm, I'm, I'm in Toronto, yeah, Toronto. with no tea. That's how you know I'm really from that city. <laughs> oh, oh, my. All right. Toronto. Toronto. You got yeah. it. Toronto, yes. That's where you get us to being. That's right. Duh. Okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, welcome, Julianne um, and 954, whoever you are. Welcome, welcome. So I'm like, I'm going to say, hi, my up. name is Ellie. <laughs> oh, oh, hi, Ellie. We have two Ellie's here. All right, cool. Two yes. Ellie's. Awesome. So I'm going to just start uh, sharing uh, my screen for everyone to see uh, if you can. And then again, get your pen and paper out because we want to explore and discover perhaps some of those blocks. Maybe you don't have any, maybe you have everything that you want and you're just here to hang out. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, maybe you do. And it, who wants to level up, right? It's all good. You don't have to be in despair. However, um, let me just share that 
so many things are going on in the world. And I thought, you know, let's just talk about prosperity and emotional healing and how that works together. And have you, have you ever known people, or maybe you have been in this situation before where you had love in your life, but you didn't have a lot of money or you had a lot of money and you didn't have love in your life. Or maybe you've been in a position where you didn't have either. So the point Mm -hmm. of this is, can we have both and can we keep it? (laughs) Some people have money and love and then maybe they lose certain things or they let go of certain things and they don't have both. So anyway, we're going to play with that tonight and see what we come up with. Okay. Anybody have any questions before I start sharing my screen? All right, great. Well, all right, here we go. So again, I'm going to play with um, the PowerPoint tonight. Since we're on Zoom, I thought I'd go ahead and use it because I've been doing these power hours for seven years now. Oh, my goodness. And I thought, well, I'll just play with it and do some graphics tonight. So here we go. Now, those of you who have done Essence of Being, which is our flagship class workshop experience that we have had for 30 years on six continents. I'm, I've been very busy. We, we talk about Buckminster Fuller, okay? And Buckminster Fuller, look him up if you don't know who he is. Uh, but one of the things that he said, he's part of uh, some of the uh, philosophies that I want to share with you about all of this is that you never change things by fighting the existing reality. To change something, build a new model that makes the existing model obsolete. So... If you have you if you've been butting your head against the wall trying to trying to change something in your reality, uh, maybe what we can do this time is just build a new model. Let's build a new model that makes that that old model obsolete, so that we don't keep bumping our heads against it. And so the question is, can you have love and money at the same time? My cute little screen there. So what we're going to get out of our time together. Uh, We're going to discover your fears of success and failure. Also discover your subconscious beliefs around money. That might be helpful. Understand the link between emotion and prosperity. And shift your perspective, perhaps, around what net worth is. Okay? So those are some of the things that we're going to touch on in this hour together. And for those of you who do not know me or have never taken any of my classes or been experienced with uh, any of the workshops, programs, online, in-person, all the things, not long ago, I was bankrupt. All I had to my name was a car with one headlight and one door that didn't work. I was a single mom. I was divorced. I had a two and a half year old son and I had to crawl inside the car to get to him um, through the window because the window, the doors didn't work. And so... That's where I had been, but I was teaching workshops back then as well. And I thought I was an imposter. I thought, well, this is crazy. I'm teaching people about love and money and purpose and relationships and communication and all those things. And look where I'm at. And I didn't realize why I was going through all of those things, but I never gave up. And I still don't. And the reason I'm telling you this is I want you to just Notice where you are in in your life right now or where you have been and give yourself a pat on the back because you never gave up. You wouldn't be on this call or this. You wouldn't be here if you had given up. Okay, so never give up on yourself because your dreams are always there. And now, of course, I mean, I have millions of assets. I've been traveling around the world. I'm teaching. I've taught thousands of people 
around the world, children, adults. I built a school in Africa, I've taught on six continents. I've been doing this for almost 40 years. I have a husband of 25 years. So we've, and my, my little two and a half year old son is, has graduated from NYU. And he's been traveling, singing, dancing, and acting, living in Manhattan and just got married. And now he's in Switzerland. He's doing great. He's going on Broadway. So there's a lot of things that have happened between then and now. And I've been able to do that with the support of all the people that I have surrounded myself with, just like you have. And all of these pictures that I'm showing you are just little snippets of 40 years of working with people around the world. And we've gone to orphanages. and We've started, like I said, a school in Liberia. And all of these things I'm telling you and sharing with you now, it's not to say, hey, look at me. It's to say, hey, look at you. Look at you, no matter where you are in the world, no matter what your experience has been, don't give up. And I'm telling you that because the reason why I went through all of this is so that I could show you that this stuff really works and that the things that I'm going to share with you today is it works. It's worked for thousands of people. So don't give up on yourself. Okay. So we're building this global movement of conscious leaders, empowering others to create a win-win world. So that's what we're about. So how do we do this? The pathway to peace and prosperity is through self-love, loving others, and allowing the universe or God or great spirit or a higher self or energy, whatever you want to call that, allowing that to provide for you and connect, to connect to that connection, if that makes sense, to connect to that connection, to be open to that pathway. And so what are you worth? Ask yourself that question. What am I worth? Are you your bank account? Are you how many assets you have? Are you your credit score? <laughs> no. So <laughs> a lot of people do, right? We do that. We were raised perhaps with that's what worth, that's what worth is. So you want to ask yourself, what am I worth? Well, let me give you a, perhaps a different definition of wealth versus net worth. Okay, wealthy can mean a lot of different things, right? Just like abundance can. However, the net worth that we're talking about is not the banker's net worth of your uh, assets versus, you know, minus your liabilities, which I teach in the abundance classes. But that is not what I'm talking about. Bucky said, Buckminster Fuller said, your net worth is your net work. Your net work. Mm. And that means you have access to so many people and so many resources that maybe you don't even think about that. You don't even think about, well, I do have a network of friends. I have a network of, of uh, family. I have a network of, of business associates. And the larger your network, the larger your net worth. Because that means that you have more capability and accessibility to all kinds of things, but you have to be able to identify them and ask and, and ask for support and ask for those resources. And we're going to get into that receiving part here in a minute, because a lot of us, we forget about that part. Many of us are givers and we forget about the receiving. So just kind of put that in your bonnet for a minute and just kind of chew on that. Does that, and understand perhaps maybe I've been looking at my net worth a little different, you know, 
maybe just very myopically, very closed. It's got to be a certain way. But we are all are worth so, so many things in our life if we would just identify them. And it's all because of our beliefs that maybe we don't feel like we're worthy or we're not good enough or we're not deserving. <laughs> and I have my phone on mute and it still rings. How funny. So what is enough? <laughs> what is enough? Am I good enough? Am I smart mm. enough? Am I loved enough? Am I strong enough? I feel like that guy on Saturday Night Live, you know, the smally guy. And doggone it, people just love me. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, that's okay. It's an, it's an uh, obscure Saturday Night Live skit. But what is enough? Are you enough? Let me put it into a little bit of a... A picture for you. You, if you have desires, that means you're still alive, maybe. <laughs> and your desires are your gas. That's the gas in your car. Well, we also have resistance, which can be your brake. I hope everybody can see this. If you're on your phone, I hope you can see the video. But you can understand what I'm saying. That if you have resistance to what it is that you choose to have, whether it's love or money. You could be having a desire, putting on your gas and your brakes at the same time and you spin your wheels. And sometimes you might feel stuck. But what do many of us do? We let go of the, of the gas. We let go of our desires. We just settle and we say, well, it just wasn't meant to be. It'll be next lifetime. It is what it is. And we let go of what our desires are. So part of what I do and what I've been doing all these 40 some odd years is essence of being is to help all of us support us and letting go of the break, let go of the resistance so that you don't have to let go of the desire and just settle. And that's also what you resist persists, right? So if you keep resisting things and saying, I don't want that, I don't want that. Sometimes it keeps showing up all that stuff shows up all the blocks shows up and i know there's a lot of things going on in the world right now that you can point to and say though that's because of this it's because of that and we're going to go into that subconscious belief and see if we can move through what we think is real okay so part of this is trusting trust and allow and don't ask how many of you ask how how am i going to do this how am i going to get a new person how am i going to get a million dollars, you know, today, how, how can I work through all of these things that are happening because of what's in the landscape politically and economically and everything in the world. So just, I would, I'm inviting all of us to suspend our asking how for just a minute and just trust and allow, just take a deep breath. Ah. <sighs> And just say, you know what? I don't need to know how right this second. I just choose to allow myself to be present just for a moment. So let's take another deep breath together. <sighs> okay. And as all of you know, who are Essence of Being graduates, you know what you focus on expands. It's bigger. 
Okay. So what we're going to focus on tonight perhaps is some of those um, things that we really want to have in our life. So this is your brain. If you can see the screen and this is your brain on workshop. That's another, that was a commercial back in the day for it, for this is your brain on drugs. Anywho, I'm not hearing laughter. So I'm having to explain. Okay. So we have, <laughs> we have conscious thoughts and we have subconscious or unconscious thoughts and our sub our conscious thoughts. We have positive and negative thoughts about love and money and prosperity. We also have subconscious or unconscious thoughts as well. And they're positive and negative. So let me give you an example. A conscious thought might be, okay, I'm going to check my credit report. I'm going to do the by due diligence. I'm going to check out some investment strategies on how to be prosperous. Um, I've got tools I can use. I know Burge is going to give you a bunch of tools that I can use. And I, you get it from a lot of other money mentors. And then I can do affirmations. And those are little lies you tell yourself until they become true. That's a joke. <laughs> okay, tough room. Okay. So affirmations, <laughs> affirmations. Make it you make it. <laughs> well, <laughs> conscious, <laughs> okay. conscious. So here's the thing. Consciousness, right? That's, that's something that's in our prefrontal cortex. That's what we uh, think. That's what we are conscious about. Those are things that we can proactively source and look for. But guess what? There are subconscious, perhaps, things thoughts, beliefs in our mind and in our hearts that are not aligned with what we really want to have. It could be our belief that we're not good enough or we don't deserve it or we're unworthy. Okay. So those are, you can see how it's misaligned. And just so you know, those subconscious thoughts are much more uh, powerful than the conscious. There are 40,000 subconscious thoughts to one conscious thought, according to quantum physics. Don't ask me how they studied that, but that's what I've been told. So in order for things to change in our life, this must change, that subconscious thought, the stuff that's not aligning, okay, with what we truly want to have in our life and that we deserve. Okay. And that's what I call our bubble talk, the subconscious thoughts that keep you from getting what you want. It's that little bubble in your head, above your head in a cartoon character. It's what they're thinking. So they're thinking about something, right? That's their bubble talk. You could be saying something. I, I want to have love and money in my life at the same time, please. And I want to have more than enough. And I want to be able to do great things with all of this. And yet your bubble talk, your subconscious thoughts, or could be something else going on there that is not aligned. So it's not happening as fast as you want. So what we're going to do and what we can do and have done is we look and see what your bubble is, what your most um, negative bubble is, your bubble talk. And that can affect your money, your health, your love, your faith, and trusting in humanity. So we all have this core bubble. And if our core bubble is I'm not good enough, you can see how that, how that affects, right? how that can affect your money, can affect your business, your friendships, your health, your love, your relationships. So what we want to do is blow those bubbles away and shift it to I am good enough. Sounds really simple. And maybe not so easy to some. 
okay? But that's, that's the concept behind what we're doing. So I want to hear from you. What did you hear about money and rich people? So I'm going to get off my screen for a minute. What did you hear about money and rich people when you were young? Money is the root of all evil. Wow. Never heard that one. Just kidding. Huh. And, <laughs> um, you can't I trust people. You say, that's very Catholic. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. No, I'm teasing. Of course I've heard that. Yeah, you can't trust people. That's another one. What else? It's vulgar to talk about money. Um, it, it, it's, it's private. You don't, you don't talk about it outside the house. Right. And also, yeah. how, many, how, how many of your mothers and fathers or the people you grew up with, did they ever disclose how much money they made? Did you ever talk about money? Was no. it like a secret? It no. was, for many of us, it was like secret. It was like, oh, it just is. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much it yeah. is. We don't know how much they make or what that means or what mm -hmm. it cost. Okay. Or when I was growing up in the 60s, when I was growing up in the 60s, in the 60s, when I was growing up, there were three things I was told by my parents to never discuss. One is who you voted for. Two is who you, how much money you make. And three is what you pay for your home. All right. <laughs> And who you first had intercourse with. Anyway, that's definitely <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, should, I should not jest. However, yeah, right. And Sue, Sue's counting it on her hands. Yes. I've, I, many of us have had that. Yeah. You're right. Julianne, were you about to say something else? Or did you yeah, I was going to say, like, when I was growing up, I mean, it, it's just like a poverty mindset you know, got drilled mm -hmm. into me. I don't know if that was intentional or what. I mean, and we were well off. I mean, broke people don't give their children riding lessons and buy them show horses, okay? But yet, my mom, and, and to some extent, my dad too, were always like, we can't afford that. That's too much money. We can't spend money on that. And I mean, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so it's, it's listen, our beliefs are handed down just like our gene genes and our DNA. Beliefs are handed down and from their parents, from their parents and from religion and from mm -hmm. TV, from culture, from their, <laughs> their sisters and brothers, from teachers, from education, from mm -hmm. schools. So all of these things are handed down and these beliefs that we have are believed until they're not, you know? They, they are real to us until they're not. So those are really good. And listen, if the money is the root of all evil, another thing that I that happens a lot is you have to work what to get money? Art. Yeah, art. You have to do art. stuff you don't really want to do. You have to sell your soul. You have to be a ruthless person. I mean, ah, oh, oh. Yeah. Ah, ah. You're okay. lucky to have a job. So that ruthless part, <laughs> yeah. let me just say, uh the ruthless part or or people who are rich or greedy or, or you know they, or they did something bad or dishonest to get their money so that belief right there this is worth the call tonight yeah. if you have heard that or if you have that belief somewhere in your subconscious somewhere deep down in there then that very thing can be the block because why would you ever want to become one of those people mm. If you have that in your consciousness that 
I don't want to be rich because then I'll be judged. I'll be greedy. I'll be bad. I'll be dishonest. I'll be ruthless. I don't want to be that person. I want to be loved. I don't want to. No, but that's not the way I feel. So my point is that if that is a belief that you've had, uh, that could be one of the biggest blocks you can have for really receiving the abundance that you deserve. Okay? So really great. Mm -hmm. We're going to go down into the subconscious now for all of you. We're going to go into the fear. The only failure is the failure to all of you essence of being graduates. You know this. To just, Thank you. Those of you who are not essence of being graduates, you can just read it on the screen. Okay? The only failure is to participate. Thank I you, Sue. So we're going to participate right now. So what I want you to do is I want you to draw a big circle on your piece of paper. And we're going to do a stream of consciousness writing. And what that means is I want you to ask yourself this question. What am I afraid of? Why am I afraid to fail? Why am I afraid to fail? And you just go see these little things on the outside. You just put little thoughts. You don't have to connect the dots. You just put the first things that come up. Don't edit it. Don't think about it. Just ask yourself very quickly, why am I afraid to fail? Maybe you say people will judge me. Okay, you put mm -hmm. the, then you go to the next one. Why am I afraid to fail? So I'm going to give you a minute or two. Just write down the first things that come up and ask yourself to yourself, why am I afraid to fail? What's going to happen to me if I fail? Okay, just finish up on the one you're on. Why am I afraid to fail? Just finish up on the one you're on. And the next one is, I want you to draw another circle and write fear, Fear of success. Why am I afraid to succeed? Now, it may be the same answers and it may be something completely different. And maybe you don't have a fear of any of these, but just ask yourself that and write down the first thing that comes up. Don't think about it too hard. Some people say, why I'm afraid to succeed is people will want something from it. Just write down the first things mm -hmm. that come up. Why am I afraid to succeed?
And again, you can come back to this and keep digging and just ask yourself, why am I afraid to succeed? What's going to happen if I succeed? Is there a fear? Mm -hmm. So just jot those down. Finish up on the one you're on. And again, it'll be interesting for you to look at both of them and see if there's a pattern or a theme. Maybe they're the same, mm -hmm. maybe they're different. And I've got one more thing I want you to do. So I want you to write down, I have a fear of, and I'm going to give you three sentences here, and I want you just to fill in the blank. Okay, first thing that comes up, don't think about it too hard, don't edit it, okay? I have a fear of having money mm -hmm. because, write down the first thing. I have a fear of having money because. And just be, be real and authentic. And the next one is, I have a fear of giving money because I have a fear of giving money because I already have anxiety. Well, just breathe, honey. It's okay. <laughs> just keep breathing. It's all good. We're digging around a little bit so you can shift it. It's good to identify things so you can shift it. So just take deep breaths. And then the last one is I have a fear of receiving money because I have a fear of receiving money because Okay, so just to finish up on the one you're writing and just notice if there's a theme. And does anybody want to share anything that they wrote down just to kind of throw it out there to see if people can resonate with that or if they have similar things? Yeah, um, I put I'm a I'm a, I have a fear of having money because if I have it, I might lose it. Whereas if I don't have it, you, you can't lose what you don't have. Um, that's a oh, good wow. one. Yeah, that's a, that's a yeah. really good one. That can block yeah. you from having it. And it's about love yeah. as well, right? They've said it's better to love and loss 
than never loved at all, but maybe not. Yeah. And then I put giving money because <laughs> if I because if I give it if I give you money, then I might have might not have enough for me. So the central theme that I see here is once again that lack mentality. Yeah. The scarcity. There's not enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Scarcity mindset. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, yep. and I, I imagine you're not the only one. There's so many. Mm -hmm. And because many of us have been ingrained in that, and we get to look around the world and see, you know, the have and the have nots. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Great insight. Yeah, like I heard Grant Cardone say, there's not a scarcity of money. There's a scarcity of people um, to people to... I hate to use the word use or, you know, or misquote him, but there's basically what he says, there's not a scarcity of money. There's a scarcity of people. In other words, you haven't connected to the right people yet. That could be a resource to you having that money. Some, something right, like that. Basically yeah. what I was saying is that net worth is your network. Your access. Yeah, yeah, access. Yeah. It's your access to that. But, that's great. That's a great insight about the having scarcity mentality. And of course, what we teach is that that is all we've debunked that, but it's very well ingrained in the world right now because we get to look at that every day. Mm -hmm. And how many of you had, thank you, Julian, for sharing that. How many of you have sure. about receiving? Uh, anybody want to share about why they don't receiving fear of receiving? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very, this is so I'm sorry, who's that? Is that who is that? 954? Yes. Um, it surprised me when I wrote it because I never even realized it. But it says, I'm afraid to receive because I will be purchased or have someone own me. In other words, I'll lose my freedom. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, that's a big one right there and mm. that can be a huge block because it's transactional right we've learned what are the strings attached if i receive if i receive there's strings attached mm. i'm going to owe yeah. somebody yeah. something or i'm going to be used or those types of things and of course freedom is important right so that can absolutely that belief right there <laughs> If any of you have those types of thoughts about receiving that I'm going to owe something, okay, whatever that is, whether strings mm -hmm. attached, that is going to stop you right then and there from receiving energetically, subconsciously, you don't walk around saying that. However, no. that can be an absolute very huge Yeah, that, that, that's pretty intense. Um, you know, I mean, even if it's not a money transaction i mean like you know it could be it could it could bleed over into you're afraid to receive love because you're afraid you know if this guy takes me to the con to a concert you know is there some subconscious belief that hey i owe him a after party if you will of course, of course. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. Is yeah. it's not, and it's not necessarily about money at all. It is a transactional thing that maybe we have learned right. from, from our youth that we have to, in order for us to receive, 
We have to do something for it. How about this? How about this for a shift in perspective, everybody? How about I I deserve to receive simply because I exist? Mm -hmm. I don't have to do anything to receive love. I don't have to be or or do anything in order for me to receive my desires, whether it's money or love, whatever it is. I deserve it because I exist. How about that? Mm -hmm. So everyone take a breath. Everyone take a breath about that. Let's just take a deep, deep breath. Breathe that in. I deserve to have love and money because I exist. Yeah, the other thing is that a lot of people don't want to the fear of failure, the fear of success. I have to earn it. You know, let me earn it. And we've learned that from a lot of different places, perhaps. Many of us, we can't just be given it. I mean, we have to do something for it, right? We have to earn Yeah, we learned that in school. That's what we went to school for. That's why we make investments and all this stuff so that we can go out there and earn. We're, we're being prepared to go earn it. Well, they, it's actually ingrained in our, in our, in our nomenclature earnings. Yeah. What are your earnings? Right. So it's, it is a, it's very subtle, but not really. It is something that we have grown with and learned over the years. So that's also transactional. What if, and I'm just throwing this out for everyone just to kind of let this sink in for a minute. What if you didn't have to do anything? or be any particular way for you to receive and give money and have money and have love and receive love. You don't have to do anything for it. It just comes to you freely because you deserve it. Virg, can I say something? Mm -hmm. Sure. On this past Saturday's Shamanaste group call, that was my exact question. One evening, I had a dream where I was slapped with documents like this from an old boss saying, Yvonne, you have the program, you need to earn it. And in Shamanaste, this was all opened up, dismantled, and it's exactly what you were talking about. And then after I had a dream where my father gave me money, he's on the other side, he gave me money. I said, dad, it's okay, I have money. He says, no, I want you to have it. So Shamanaste really opened Mm -hmm. that up. It was amazing. Awesome. Good to hear. That's great, Yvonne. Excellent. Yeah. So it it can continue to happen. So awesome to be in that flow of any of you just, uh, if you just allow yourself just to go there for a minute and pretend, you know, even if you, if it doesn't make sense or you, you, you push against it, you know, I mean, how can that actually be? Just play with that concept, play with that feeling. Okay. That perhaps if that was true, how would my life be different? Okay, so that is part of why we do what we do here is kind of let's dig in there and see what it is. Because if you could shift any of those things that you wrote down for failure or success, okay, or having or giving or receiving money, it can, you can also equate it to love as well. Okay, but let's go a little deeper, shall we? Okay, let me give you a little bit more. No, I'm having too much anxiety. Okay, so (laughs) deeper in the uh, perhaps a solution. How about that? Okay, Uh, something that you can shift into. And remember fear, 
for those of you who have not taken any of my classes, uh, this is taught in um, Course in Miracles, false evidence appearing real. And fear feels very real, sure looks real, just like when you find a, a little kid under, you know, say, mommy, daddy, there's a monster under my bed. There's a monster under my bed. Is there a monster under the bed? Really? But to that little kid, there is mm -hmm. very real. So what do mommy and daddy do? They come in, they show, they give new evidence. No, honey, look, there's no, there's no monster. Lots of dust, but no monster. And they're like, oh, okay. So they get, they get new evidence. So what we have done all of our lives is we gather evidence that it's real. See, it told you. See, that's real. See, that happened. Yep, yep, that's real. So our job, should we choose to accept it, everyone, is to find new evidence. Find new evidence that all of those thoughts and beliefs that we've had that have not served us, okay, or they're not serving us right now, are not real. Find new evidence. And one of the pieces that's so important around love or money is that giving and receiving is the same energy. Meaning that when you and, and the people we have, we play a lot of games in our classes. So when we set, when we give somebody a compliment and someone says, thank you, and they receive it, that makes us feel good, doesn't it? But if we give them mm -hmm. a compliment and they say, oh, no, 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 this whole thing, no, no, no. They discount it and it blocks the energy. So we don't get, mm. I don't know about you, but I love it when I give a gift to someone and they receive it and they love it. That makes me feel really good inside. And that gives something back to me. So guess what? We're all givers and we're all receivers. So if you, next time someone gives you a compliment or a gift, just say thank you and not discount it. Because what you're doing when you do that is when you receive something, you're actually giving something back to that other person. Mm -hmm. Even if you're saying to yourself, what do they want? Even if you're thinking, <laughs> okay, this, you know, I don't deserve it. Or there's some kind of, you know, what's behind all this. Let go of that distrust for a moment. Okay. Because it takes practice to just say, thank you and breathe it in and yeah. receive it because that continues that flow of giving and receiving because guess what people are not going to want to give to you if you keep discounting just think about it when you give to somebody and they keep thinking no 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 i mean you just stop you don't give it to them anymore so how many times do we say to the universe or god or whoever i want this i want this but we're putting it up no 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 we're doing this at the same time we're holding our hand out and we're blocking it at the same time because we're not open to receiving it. And giving to yourself first means that basically, if you receive from someone, you're giving a gift back. Okay. Yeah. All right. And also, if you own a business, or if you're self-employed, or even if you're not, you know, giving to yourself first can mean pay yourself first because you deserve it. Don't mm. give it out to everybody else and then you're the last person to get paid. Okay. 
So give to yourself first and open yourself up for receiving. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. And I'm going very quickly through this and, and we really get into the essence of how this feels with our classes, essence of being and all the other things that we do. Um, but it's just, I'm trying to give you just little snippets, but I want you to really feel into the next time someone gives you a compliment or a gift, just say thank you. Don't try to give something back mm -hmm. to them. We do that, don't we? When someone says, I love you, we want to say it right back. I love you too. It doesn't come in. <laughs> we don't receive it, right? We, and sometimes we say, I love you just because we want to hear it back. So my husband and I, a lot of times he'll say, I love you. And I'll say, thank you. Mm. Sounds weird. However, we're used to doing it that way because I'm allowing that love to come in and receiving it. And if I feel like it, I'll say it back to him. So it's not an automatic, you know, automatic kind of thing. And just like a baby, guess what? How many, how many of you were babies? Just checking. Um, yeah, I think I was a baby. I think so. I might have to double check that, but I think so. Okay. So go back and look at your pictures if you have them. But when you were a baby, right? Just think about a baby. You're sitting there looking at a baby. You're looking at a baby and you're going, are you so cute? You're just loving that baby. And what is the baby doing? Just like, he's giggling. They're giggling and cooing. They're receiving, and guess what? When they're it's receiving back, it makes you feel good. That gives you something back, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. So where the hell do we stop receiving? It's natural. It's innate in us to just... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's still there. We just have to access that part of us, okay? And the other thing I want to share about mm -hmm. this is we spend money sometimes to avoid pain. Or we can use money to soothe our fears. Just think about that when we're sad or we're upset or whatever, we go buy some ice cream or we go get a new purse or, you know, we spend money to perhaps try to soothe our fears mm -hmm. and our pain. So just be mindful about how you're spending and why you're doing it. And the other part of this is if we're afraid to fail, then we already have. So you go back and look at your chart that you wrote about what your failures are. And if we're afraid to fail, then perhaps we already have, because if you avoid failure, you could be avoiding success because seven out of 10 millionaires go bankrupt at least once. And I'm one of them, meaning that the only failure is the failure to participate. Failure is part of the process. Think about an athlete. They fail and they fail and they fail and they fail and they win. So it's just part of that process. You don't have to beat yourself up about it. And that's what happens to many of us. That's the emotional link that I'm talking about with our prosperity. Because the money and our love for ourselves can get all mixed up. Okay? Meaning that if you're in debt, for instance, it makes you feel what? Guilty, perhaps. If you find yourself in debt and you owe things or whatever, I'm just giving this as, a, as an example. This can really make you feel guilty or ashamed or whatever those feelings are. It's a feeling. And just know that energetically speaking, 
guilt demands punishment. You're either guilty in a courtroom or you're what? Innocent. 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 Right. And so if you walk around in the world right now feeling guilty about anything, just know that that's what you're vibrating and that's what you're sending out into the world. And guess what? You're going to attract punishment either through somebody else or you self-sabotage and you said you just punish yourself and beat yourself up. And that's where that that's where the love stops within the self-love. So guilt versus innocence. Mm -hmm. And that goes back to being a baby. You're, you're still innocent. Yeah, maybe you've done things that you're not, you might be ashamed of. But the thing I'm trying to share with you is that feeling, that emotional holding on to and vibrating that kind of uh, emotion in your body, it vibrates and you actually can attract punishment to you. So I choose to mm. feel innocent every day. I choose to feel innocent every day because that innocent little baby's in me. Okay. And the last thing I want to share with you, and then I want to talk about Sue is the thing about this is if you want something in your life, whether it's peace on earth or purpose or your love relationships or money or your business or whatever it is, Realize that's your goal, but that's not really it. You've made a goal before, haven't you? And yes, have, have all of you made a goal before? Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. And, yes. you've got, and you've gotten there, right? And when you get there, you say, oh, now what do I do? Mm -hmm. Now yeah. what? Mm -hmm. That wasn't it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now what, right? So why make goals? No. Well, it's because of this concept that Bucky came up with called precession. And precession is the effect of bodies in motion on other bodies in motion. What that means is this. If when you drop a stone into water, it creates an effect. It becomes a ripple. Mm -hmm. The moon and the earth, they're two bodies in motion affecting bodies in motion. They affect each other. And he said, we... Mm -hmm are like the, the honeybee. He calls us money bees, right? Or honeybees. In other words, what we're doing is we're going toward our, the goal of that honeybee is to go get the nectar. Nectar, 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 nectar. That's the goal of the honeybee. But the grand purpose of that honeybee is not to get the nectar. The true purpose of that honeybee getting the nectar is what? Do you remember that from science class? reproduction pollination yeah pollination <laughs> exactly it's right they, they step all over the flowers and they pollinate but the bee doesn't wake up every morning and go i'm gonna go cross pollinate today <laughs> no the bee just goes to the nectar 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 that's what i want is nectar well bucky said we're like that he said you were going toward our goal we're going toward the nectar but our true purpose is not necessarily what we're going for, okay? The true purpose, he said, as long as you're adding value along the way of actually getting what it is that you want, the effect we have in the world will add value. And that is our true purpose. Because people come to me all the time, all these years, say, what is my purpose, Burge? I don't... Your purpose is to experience and to add value. 
And you may or may not get to see the value that you've added. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. Maybe you have, okay, seen the effect you've had in the world. And my favorite story of this is It's Wonderful Life. It's a Jimmy Stewart um, Christmas movie. And it's a, if you haven't seen it, watch it. It's called It's a Wonderful Life. And it's all about showing him what his life would be like, what the world would be like without him in it. Because he thought his life was just crap and he wanted to kill himself. And it, they showed that uh, the angel came and showed him what the world would, have, would be like without him. And he realized what a wonderful life he has and how much he had affected so many people in the world. And it is the journey, not the destination. That's what that means. And the other thing is for things to change, first I must change. So this is part of why we do this. And I'm showing you one of our graduates was uh, the Oprah Winfrey, uh, the producer from Oprah Winfrey. And he said, it's undeniable. It's indescribable. The workshop transformed my outlook on my life's vision. He did pretty well. He got an Emmy for it. So there's an S, there's so many of, of, of us just living our life out there, wanting to vibrate in a way to add value. And our next essence of being, we only have two left, you guys, this year is Atlanta, we're doing it August 5th through the 7th, and we're doing it in Fort Lauderdale, September 16th through the 18th, okay? And you can go to essenceofbeing.com and just see it, all right? And come play with us in that so you can really get this on a deeper level and really, really embody this so that your life can totally just be a whole nother ball game. And those of you who are graduates, you know, it works because you make a difference you matter and you're important. And the last thing I'm going to say is if you can surround yourself with people of like mind that can empower you, support you, can um, encourage you and say, don't give up. It's our soul family. There's our soul family are those that gather around you in your life, not connected by blood or race, but by energy and essence. They bring unconditional love and support at the perfect times and understand and share the same mission and purpose, which is to add value. Okay. Now, speaking of adding value, I hope that many of you got something or some kind of tool or some kind of insight tonight. And Sue TK is our brilliant essence of being coach who is going to uh, you're going to get an email, all of you who are on this call tonight, you're going to get this recording, but you're also going to get an email and take advantage of the fact that uh, Suchi K is going to um, be able to be available for you to talk through any of this. It's a free 30 minute strategy session that she's going to be uh, offering all of you. So just take advantage of that. You want to tell them anything, Sue? Yeah. Thank you, Birch. I do. Um, so much of what you talked about tonight is what my life was like before I came into Essence of Being. And, and Burge knows this um, because I have taken passionate and mastery as well. I've, I've gone through the, the steps and it has made such a great impact on me. So even last summer, when I was here in Wisconsin trying to help my mom, 
And my siblings were saying, thank you, Sue. Thank you. Thank you. It still didn't hit me that I needed to just receive that. And I would say, oh, you don't need to thank me. I'm here doing this because I love mom. And this year, with all of the added work that I've done, when they thank me, I simply pause and say, you're welcome. And I know it's made a difference. And for those of you who don't know me, I'm one of eight children up here in Wisconsin, not down in Florida, taking care of my 93-year-old <laughs> mother. And um, it's been a real challenging summer. And yet, because of different strategies that I have learned, I do feel like Jimmy Stewart. I do. It's like, that is, that is, that and The Wizard of Oz are my two all-time favorite movies. And it's like, yeah. I have had an opportunity to see how I have impacted certain people. And what it does is it just raises my energy, my vibration to attract even more of that. And so I just, I feel so damn good, I, you know, and, and it's like, ugh, and, and, I'm dealing with bureaucracy. I mean, we're, you know, trying to get on Medicaid and taking over finances and wills and all of that stuff. And it's like, nope, I got this. It's good. Instead of thinking of it as being overwhelming, I'm looking at it as a gift because I have the capacity to do this. Excellent. So, yes, 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 yes. And and I really, any of you, reach out to me, please. Take advantage of what Burge is offering and, and what I'm offering. I would love to just chat with you. And if you haven't done Essence of Being yet, just throw me any questions. I will answer them. If you've done Essence of Being and are wondering what the next steps are, there's so much. And we, we only stop growing when we stop learning. And a big part of learning is interacting. And I think that last slide you had up, Burge, is so appropriate because it's part of the reason why I brought Tom to McAllen to do Essence of Being in March is that I wanted him to be surrounded by the type of people I surround myself with. And now, you know, he's ready to go to the next step. He's ready to go to passionate. Mm -hmm. So, yay. yay! Very good. Very good. <laughs> yay! Oh, thank awesome. you, Bert. <laughs> thank you, Sue. Thank you so much. I am so grateful that you're part of our network because you're part of our net worth. Yes. Yes, so, yes, yes. Um, uh, any, any ahas or insights anybody else want to share tonight before we close out of our power hour and then I'll, I'll uh, announce what our next power hour is next month. Anybody want to share anything? Thanks, Burge. What an incredible reminder, refresher, relearner from, um, from essence of being. 
you know, it's funny, you, you learn the lessons, you know what they are, but all of a sudden you're in brand new circumstances and you just get to apply the same lessons in a new way. So thank you so much for this incredible value and uh, hope to see you in person soon. I hope so too. Come back to Florida or Atlanta and bring your beauty with you. Might end up bringing you to Canada. Well, I've been there, right? Kate, yes. What's wrong, yeah. are you back in? You got to come back, Bert. I know. I was there for a year, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm I'm going to India this year. I went to Italy. I just got back from Italy. Give me a minute, you know? So it's just, yeah, you guys come come this way too. So thank you. Thank you all. Anyone else want to share anything? Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say thanks, Burge. Um, it's, it just seems like um, I, I first gained knowledge of you through my good friend tom comiskey and it's it's so funny it's like he just seems to i mean he's my he is my angel spirit guide now um and has been for five years um but it just seems like every time i'm just feeling lost or something he i know it's him <laughs> he just tends to point me to things like essence of being or you know, similar things. He's like, you need to tune into this. You know, so so thanks. I mean, it, it was awesome. I gained a lot from it. Good, good. Yeah. I'm glad, honey. So come play with us for real. So these essence of being is a three day experience, so, yeah. experience, right? So, uh, oh, I wanted to share that. Oh, I did. Yeah. So go to, just go to essenceofbeing.com and look at the schedule of events, and you'll see all the events. But the big one is the one in Atlanta and the one in Fort Lauderdale is our main class that you can do uh, to start with. And those of you who have not gone to the next step or whatever, you can check those out as well because I'll be doing those as well. So anybody else before we close up? Well, thank you. This was really good. I agree. This was a nice refresher and yeah, because we, you know, you learn this stuff, but then you forget it or you think you've got it, but this was great. Um, so thank you for hosting this. You're welcome. My pleasure, my purpose. So hopefully I'll see all of you uh, now next month. I do this, of course, the power hours, the third um, Wednesday of every month. Like I said, I've been doing this for six or seven years now, every month. And the next one we're going to be doing is August 17th, which is the third Wednesday of every month. And this one's going to be on transitions. Is change scary? <laughs> and for those of you who think, yeah, it kind of is, you might want to come in and figure out what that's about, right? And uh, we're very gentle with what we do with Essence of Being, those of you. And we don't let money or time stop you. Stop letting money or time or your beliefs stop you from living the life that you choose and that you really want to have and you're deserving your life because you are important, you matter, and you make a difference. And so until next time, I will see all of you and definitely give Sue, give Sue a call when you get that email, okay? All Thank right. you all for joining me Thank tonight. You so much. <laughs> Thank you. Good Thank night. You. Thank Good you. Night. Thank you. Good night. Thank you very much. Bye.